Welcome to the Knight Rider Online Podcast. Fuzzy Dice here. We have lots of behind-the-scenes news to tell you about this time around. We've got more on the Knight Rider reboot, including what's going on in the future episodes. Some really interesting things. They're going to really change a lot. We've got some new car secrets revealed. We're going to talk a little bit more about the 2010 Mustang that we saw in Night of the Zodiac. And the Knight Rider Festival is now taking registrations from kit and car replica owners. We have another episode behind us called Night of the Zodiac. This will be the last episode until December 31st because Knight Rider's taking a break for the holidays. Um, the ratings are still pretty low. They're down 2 million since the political event to around 5 million average viewers. And I kind of can see why, because it, to me, it wasn't all that great of episode. The episode was about Mike and Billy. They go undercover in Las Vegas. Well, each person that this criminal had in his plan, he gave him a name after the sign of the Zodiac. Well, Mike and the team intercepted the original Virgo, and Mike took his place. Well, Mike had Kit alter his fingerprints and everything so he could blend in and hopefully not get caught, which he did in the end, but everything turned out okay. Kit even went undercover as a Ford Flex with a scanner and was in the casino to uh, cut the power, which was part of the whole plan. The story itself wasn't really all that strong, though. I mean, the idea of stealing money from the casino and everything, the heist, that could have worked, but they didn't put enough into that. Said they were putting too much into people's private relationships. And they also had another theme going, the whole idea of environmental conservation and going green. But it wasn't written well enough to really get the message across. I mean, you would miss it if you weren't really paying attention, which I thought was kind of a shame. Billy looked like he was having a lot of fun, though, in the episode near the end when he told Kit to go into attack mode. That was pretty cool. And uh, then they crashed through a wall to save Mike. So we're seeing Kit doing some of what the original Kit was doing. Another thing I was kind of disappointed is through the whole series, the first season so far, is that Carrie's revised character hasn't been all that strong or is not as strong as the other characters. I think this character could have been developed more. I mean, we see Charles Grayman. He has ties to the original Kit. Mike, he's Michael Knight's son. Sarah, who's Charles's daughter and Mike's former girlfriend. Alex Torres even has a connection with Charles and some of Mike's secret past. Even Billy and Zoe, they might not have any real connections to the past of um, Knight Rider, but they do provide a good comic relief in the show. But Carrie Vervai, I mean, she's an FBI agent, yes, but there's really nothing to latch on to or to get her connected with any of the past dealings. I mean, it's just hasn't been anything there. And that's really too bad because her character is going to be cut in the reboot, so this leaves practically no room for further development. So overall, Night of the Zodiac, I wasn't really too thrilled with. It's just a shame that we're going to see some of the characters go that could have probably been developed more. Speaking of those future episodes, we've got quite a bit to tell you about. When I return on December 31st, we'll be seeing the episode Night Fever, which was originally shot, by the way, as the second episode. But instead, it's going to be the ninth episode. Uh, Night Fever will be the last episode before the reboot of Knight Rider, which will be beginning with episode 10, and that one's going to air on January 4th. 
We think Carr will return in that episode, but we're not sure yet. I personally hope so, because right now what they're doing with Carr, some of the things that are happening here, it's pretty exciting. In fact, I'm going to tell you a little more about what we're finding out about Carr a little later. But I think they do need this reboot to really start things going again with the way the stories were. Well, a few of them I liked, especially Night of the Living Dead. But toward uh, the last few after that, I mean, it's, it's just hasn't been all that great. But forum member Shapeshifter, who has some inside information, has been telling us that they're really going to change a lot in the coming episodes. Episodes 10 and 11 will be the transitional ones that will prepare us for the new reboot. A lot of things are going to be happening in those two episodes. Not just getting rid of some of the characters, but things like the whole mission, the organization behind the whole mission, the kit cave, if they even use it at all. A lot of this is going to change drastically. In his own words, and I'll quote, their whole world is going to be rocked. So this sounds quite exciting. I'm hoping that this is going to be the um, punch that Knight Rider really needs right now. And as far as Kit is concerned, well, we really haven't heard of any changes in Kit yet. I know some of you are probably thinking he's going to be the new 2010 Mustang, and I'll talk a little bit about that later. But as we find out a little more, we definitely will keep you posted. The Knight Industries Research website has undergone some more additions. There's some new photos and videos in Alex Torres's personnel file. I know a lot of people have been asking, how do you get to the secret information? And even I have been stumped on it. Thanks to the people in the forum who've been trying this out and trying to figure a way in, we have the answer for you. And I'm going to tell you right now, first, you get Devin and Bonnie to help you log in as usual. Then you go into the employee database, which is one of the tabs at the top. Scroll down and click on Alex Torres's picture. Then you click on video, which is kind of at the bottom. There's an icon for video. And then you'll see on the left-hand side, there's two videos. Check out the MK Dream surveillance video. This is really surprising. Especially pay attention to what the lady is talking about and what Mike is saying. And if you look closely, and if you remember from Night of the Living Dead, some of the schematics of Carr, if you look closely at the rubble on the ground, some of us are thinking that just might be Carr. Another surprise we have in there is if you go on Alex Torres's page, you click on personal, which is actually at the top bar. There's a little menu there. And then you scroll down and you find the night research folders, the little squares with KR in the center, you click on the first one. Then a pop-up will come up asking you for a password. I'm not going to give it away entirely. I'll give you a hint where you can't miss. You type in Knight Rider's creator's full name using only an initial for his middle name and all lowercase letters, no spaces. If you're wondering, okay, who could that be? I mean, think about it. Who created Knight Rider? And I'll give you another hint, which will make it even easier. He also created Battlestar Galactica. If you're still stumped on this one, pop into our forums or our wiki. Once you've gotten that far, you click on the fourth folder from the left, which is actually, I think, the first folder on the right. Up pops this uh, blueprint schematics of, you guessed it, Car. He looks like a combination of Wowie Robotics, RoboSapien, and Tribot. Definitely different. When you're done viewing that, you can click anywhere outside that window to close that window. Now go back and click on the first folder on the left. 
another window pops up. Now this one shows how Carr is going to transform. And yes, it looks like he's transforming from a Mustang that looks a lot like, if not exactly like, Kit. Also, the mission tab there is now active. If you go at the very top, when you click for the employees, there's also missions in that same row. This one shows you all the episodes that have aired so far, a synopsis of each one, and some extra information. Now, if you look at them, you'll see some codes, like some numbers and some letters. I'm going to decipher these for you. The first number is actually meaning the first season, season one. The next two numbers are the episode number. And then there are letters afterwards. Those letters are actually the initials of the writers. And here they are. GST is for Gary Scott Thompson. DA is David Andron. RM is Rachel Mellon. RW is Rob Wright. RMTH is for Rachel Mellon and Teresa Huang. JZPM is John Zinman and Patrick Massett. And PL is for Philip Levins. A lot of neat stuff there, so go on to nightindustriesresearch.com and check it out. Another update on NBC's Knight Rider site is the Knight Rider's blog. They usually have a lot of behind-the-scenes information, and this time we're, they're talking about Knight of the Zodiac. We learned that the casino that they used wasn't actually a Las Vegas casino. It's the Morongo Band of Mission Indians Reservation Casino, and it's about 90 miles east of Los Angeles. They weren't able to film at an actual Las Vegas casino due to several issues, which they do mention in the blog. Maybe it was just as well because one of their crew actually won four grand in slots, so I guess he got a good payday. That would be a nice job, wouldn't it? <laughs> You're probably thinking, though, hey, wait a minute. Kit was driving in Las Vegas, right? Wrong. This was actually some more of their green screen magic. There seems to be a lot of green going on in that episode. And I don't mean just money. I mean, we got the green screen. We had the going green theme. Anyway, what they did was they took some Las Vegas backgrounds and digitized those. Then they took some shots against uh, a green screen of what looked like kid driving. And they sent this all out to a team to compose. And I don't mean a team down the hall. Not at all. They actually sent it up through the internet to a team in South Africa who put all this together and then they sent that back via internet and from there they just uh, dropped all this right into the show. I mean, you gotta love the outsourcing. So the internet, it can really open up a lot of opportunities here. We're still hearing rumors that David Hasselhoff will make a return to Knight Rider. Ain't It Cool News is still mentioning that Hasselhoff will return in the second season of Knight Rider. We've already heard about this, and I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I think it would be a good thing if he did return, but Neil and I both agree that the writing has to get a lot better before it will be set up so that when Hasselhoff returns, it would be really, really good. I mean, the timing isn't just right right now. I think the reboot would help, and I think that would be the perfect format for David Hasselhoff to return as the original Michael Knight, and hopefully the original Kit as well. But we're just going to have to wait and see. We've been mentioning the uh, visual effects team from Knight Rider, and we do appreciate them coming into our forums and sharing a little bit of their process with us. Now they've been interviewed in VFX World Magazine. We learned quite a bit about them. They're called Master Key Films, and they compose of roughly 10 to 12 animators and compositors, a full-time IT engineer, and two office assistants. 
these guys can put out 200 to 300 effects shots per episode. And that's pretty good considering that's a lot of work. They do work closely with the South African team, which we mentioned earlier. So it's pretty amazing how everybody works so closely together, and yet they're miles and miles apart from each other. MasterKeyFilms.com is their website, and they just updated it, and they have these really cool Knight Rider clips. So go ahead and uh, check them out. Night of the Zodiac, Kit was uh, given the task of knocking out the power to the casino and he used what was called an electromagnetic pulse or an EMP for short. Now you're probably thinking, well, that was a lot of sci-fi, right? Wrong. That was science, not fiction. You're probably thinking, well, if it was real, everybody would have been evaporated, right? I mean, only way this could happen would be through a nuclear explosion or something. Wrong again. We found out from Discover Magazine's Science Not Fiction blog for November 20th, 2008, that their technology is not only there, but they can actually make a safe version of it. Well, as safe for humans, but it would completely blitz the electronics. Time to get out the tinfoil, I guess, if that would even work. Uh, well, Discover Magazine tells us exactly how it's done. They probably gave us a little too much information, but it's pretty interesting reading. So go ahead on Discover Magazine's site and check it out. We got a glimpse of the 2010 Mustang in Night of the Zodiac. If you remember, toward the end, Charles was uh, showing his lady friend Kit, but he didn't really want to show her the real Kit. He wanted to show her something that she would approve of. So Kit was actually, I think it was in the tunnel that he drives into. He was uh, sealed off in there and he was talking through this red Mustang. And that is the new 2010 Mustang. A lot of people are thinking, well, is this going to be the new Kit during the Knight Rider reboot? Well, I hope not. I mean, after all, Kit is the Knight Industries 3000, not the Big Red Tomato. I'd like to see him kept basic black, and I think they will keep him a basic black if they do use the 2010 Mustang. But you got to admit, it is a nice-looking car. There's quite a bit of Knight Rider news floating around these days. First of all, I want to encourage you to get out and vote. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, we already did that. The elections are over. It's done. Well, actually, the elections are over, but this is a different type of election. I think you like this. It's the People's Choice Awards, where you get to vote for your favorite actor, your favorite singer, your favorite songs, and your favorite TV shows. Hint, hint. Come on, let's get the vote out for Knight Rider. You can do that at PCAVote.com. The Knight Rider Festival in Las Vegas is coming up in March 2009, and now they're accepting registrations from kit and car replica owners. So if you have a replica and you'd like to participate in this event, which is going to be huge, by the way, you can register at knightriderfestival.com. We have a little more information on the festival at knightrideronline.com slash events slash Festival. Catherine Hicklin wrote a self-help book. You can check out more details on that at nightriderarchive.com in their November 2008 blog. If you're wondering who Katherine Hicklin was, she played Stevie, who was the original Michael Knight's longtime girlfriend and briefly his wife in the original series. Consumer Reports tested the Mio Knight Rider GPS. They mentioned it in their November 2008 blog at blogs.consumerreports.org. 
They didn't really mention the outcome. And when I was clicking around and trying to find the results of their uh, reports, they came up with a page that you had to pretty much sign up to access it. So um, if anybody has an account, I know I can't even remember half the passwords to half the sites I visit. So if you have an account with Consumer Reports, uh, pop in the forum and let us know how the Knight Rider GPS was rated. Believe it or not, Chris Rock turned down the opportunity to be the voice of Kit. I know Val Kilmer has the part. Before that, it was Will Arnett, but he had uh, other obligations, so he wasn't able to uh, actually be the voice of Kit. Well, before that, David Hasselhoff was actually trying to get Chris Rock for the part, but Chris Rock decided he didn't want to do it. You're probably thinking, why? I mean, this is an opportunity of the lifetime. Well, according to Chris Rock, he'd rather drive Kit than voice it. Can't blame him there. We have a new special email address just for the podcast now. You can still email us through nightrideronline.com, but if you want to talk to us about the podcast, you know, tell us how we're doing or what you'd like to hear about, you can email us at podcast at nightrideronline.com. In fact, I'll tell you what, why don't you write us and let us know your favorite episode from the new Knight Rider show. Tell us about your favorite episode and why you like that episode. Now that Knight Rider has taken a break and we got the first few episodes behind us, it'd be interesting to hear what people have to say. And I'll pick out a few of the good ones and I'll read them on the next podcast. So go ahead, fire up the email and send us a hello at podcast at nightrideronline.com. Well, that's all for now. This podcast has been brought to you by nightrideronline.com. Podcast produced by Neil Epstein. Music by The Knight of Finland, Tony Numella. Additional production and music by podcast host, Fuzzy Dice. Special thanks to our field correspondent, Sue, and her trusty car, Shadow. And don't forget, Knight Rider is taking a break for the holidays and will air again on Wednesday, December 31st on NBC at 8 7 Central. Goodbye, everyone, and thanks for listening.